Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 15th episode of the podcast, Catechism of Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 770 to 776 of the Catechism. 3. The Mystery of the Church, 770. The Church is in history, but at the same time she transcends it. It is only with the eyes of faith that one can see her in her visible reality and at the same time in her spiritual reality as bearer of divine life. The Church, both visible and spiritual, 771. The one mediator Christ established and ever sustains here on earth his holy Church, the community of faith, hope and charity, as a visible organisation through which he communicates truth and grace to all men. The Church is, at the same time, a society structured with hierarchical organs and the mystical body of Christ. The visible society and the spiritual community, the earthly church and the church endowed with heavenly riches. These dimensions together constitute one complex reality which comes together from a human and a divine element. The church is essentially both human and divine, visible but endowed with invisible realities, zealous in action and dedicated to the contemplation present in the world, but as a pilgrim, so constituted that in her the human is directed toward and subordinated to the divine, the visible to the invisible, action to contemplation, and this present world to that city yet to come, the object of our quest. O humility, O sublimity, both tabernacle of cedar and sanctuary of God, earthly dwelling and celestial palace, house of clay and royal hall, body of death and temple of light, and at last both object of scorn to the proud and bride of Christ. She is black but beautiful, O daughters of Jerusalem, for even if the labour and pain of her long exile may have discoloured her, yet heaven's beauty has adored her. The Church, Mystery of Man's Union with God, 772. It is the Church that Christ fulfills and reveals his own mystery as the purpose of God's plan to unite all things in him. St. Paul calls the nuptial union of Christ and the Church a great mystery because she is united to Christ as to her bridegroom. She becomes a mystery in her turn. Contemplating this mystery, Paul exclaims, Christ in you the hope of glory. 773. In the Church, this communion of men with God, in the love that never ends, is the purpose which governs everything in her. That is a sacramental means tied to this passing world. The Church's structure is totally ordered to the holiness of Christ's members, and holiness is measured according to the great mystery, in which the Bride responds with the gift of love to the Bridegroom. Mary goes before us in all the holiness that is the Church's mystery, as the Bride without spot or wrinkle. This is why the Marian dimension of the Church precedes the Petrine. The Universal Sacrament of Salvation, 774. The Greek word mysterion was translated into Latin by two terms, mysterium and sacramentum. In later usage, the term sacramentum emphasizes the visible sign of the hidden reality of salvation, 
which was indicated by the term mysterium. In this sense, Christ himself is the mystery of salvation, for there is no other mystery of God except Christ, the saving word of his holy and sanctifying humanity is the sacrament of salvation, which is revealed and active in the Church's sacraments, which the Eastern Churches also call the Holy Mysteries. The seven sacraments are the signs and instruments by which the Church, the Holy Spirit, spreads the grace of Christ, the head through the Church, which is his body. The Church, then, both contains and communicates the invisible grace she signifies. It is in this an analogical sense that the church is called a sacrament 775 the church in christ is like a sacrament a sign and instrument that is of communion with god and of unity among all men the church's first purpose is to be the sacrament of the inner union of men with god because men's communion with one another is rooted in that union with god the Church is also the sacrament of the unity of the human race. In her, this unity is already begun, since she gathers men from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and tongues. At the same time, the Church is the sign and instrument of the full realization of the unity yet to come. 776. As sacrament, the Church is Christ's instrument. She is taken up by him also, as the instrument of salvation for all, the universal sacrament of salvation, by, wh by which Christ is at once manifesting and actualizing the mystery of God's love for men. The Church is the visible plan of God's love for humanity, because God desires that the whole, of hum the whole human race may become, be may become one people of God, form one body of Christ, and be built up, into one temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay, very good. So we're um, finishing this subsection of the church uh, with this, uh, with this, uh, these few verses we read today. And here again, we continue to go deeper into this mystery, to go deeper into what is the church, and to see that the church is this reality that has many aspects to it. It's both visible and invisible. It's both human and divine. It has different parts. It has a Marian part, a Petrine part, and it is the sacrament of salvation. Again, sacrament in the modern sense for most of us means the seven sacraments, which, again, obviously is fine, obviously is true. There are seven sacraments, and the next section of the Catechism after the Creed will be talking about these seven sacraments. But there's another older meaning of sacrament, which is this um, mystery this presence of God. And the church is the sacrament of salvation. That this is the visible sign of a hidden reality. And that this church makes salvation present. The church has this role of making salvation present for humanity. Of manifesting salvation. Of allowing people to see salvation. Of inviting people to salvation. Of inviting them to be saved. Sometimes we, we kind of associate with some of the Protestant groupings this thing, have you been saved? This question, have you been saved? Are you saved? And yet it is the church that has this role of saving. The church is a sacrament of salvation. And those who are members of the church, 
those who have been baptized, and those who cooperate with the grace of God, those, in other words, who want it, will be saved. And this is, uh, this is what the church is about. It's about bringing the salvation, which can be seen through communion. Always coming back again and again to this, um, to this reality of communion. Again, the in brief section today finishes with that uh, communion. That uh, the sacrament of salvation is the sign and instrument of the communion of God and men. So again, we have this invitation today to communion with God, with our fellow man, through the church. So we continue now, we finish this, this session reading the in brief. In brief, 777. The word church means convocation. It designates the assembly of those whom God's word convokes, that is, gathers together to form the people of God, and who themselves, nourished with the body of Christ, become the body of Christ. 778. The church is both the means and the goal of God's plan, prefigured in creation, prepared for in the Old Covenant, founded by the words and actions of Christ, Jesus Christ, fulfilled by his redeeming cross and his resurrection. The church has been manifested as the mystery of salvation by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. She will be perfected in the glory of heaven as the assembly of all the redeemed of the earth. 779. The church is both visible and spiritual, a hierarchical society and the mystical body of Christ. She is one, yet formed of two components, human and divine. That is her mystery, which only faith can accept. 780. The Church, in this world, is the sacrament of salvation, the sign and instrument of the communion of God and men. So very well, that finishes this, this, uh, this episode. And tomorrow we'll be looking at number 781 to 786. God bless.